You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. All right, let's hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. My microphone on? All right, there we go. It's on. Hello, welcome to the home stretch. I'm your host, Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy Petey, the man Victor is back, and the beef. Hashtag ban the beef. Really? I mean, yeah, kind of. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay, good. So, first and foremost, let's. If you listened to Down on the Wire last night. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. That was embarrassing. But dear Santa, give Mike Weedle a brain, please. See? Wrote wrote it right here. Right here in black and white. And red. Did you hold it up to the camera? Yeah. Look, right here. Right here. There it is, Guido. (laughs) And here's the thing, right? Like, everyone's, it's my opinion. You're a famous line. It's my opinion. Everything is an opinion, but that's just a crazy opinion. No. Yes. No, there, there's yes. just there's opinions that, okay, you're just wrong. Well, yeah, but it's his opinion, and he's wrong, but that's fine. Right. In no way, shape, or form am I supposed to come out here <laughs> and act smarter than everybody else. But when I hear people say things like Dan Marino and Dak Prescott in the same sentence, that is asinine. And if we could, like, suspend shows... I swear to God, hashtag Band the Guido should start. Band the Guido, there you go. There's something new to start. <sighs> I need to drink because this is. What he got in that drink? Can't tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it. it, it... <sighs> well, he's going by numbers. That's what he's going by. Right, but here's the but, problem with analytics and people yeah, that don't watch that. football yes. and just come out here every week and swear to God that they know football. Here's the problem. Was I wrong about Baker Mayfield? Yeah, yeah. I was a year or two early. Okay. Yeah. Kudos. But if you constantly are changing your mind about your franchise quarterback, that one week you want him, one week you don't, and you do this too, one week you want him, one week you don't. No, he's great. Well, oh, because he, he shows oh. signs of being good, and then he shows signs of like. But every other week shouldn't be a different opinion. Like, eventually you guys have to go. All right, he's our guy or he's not. He's not consistent at all. Okay, and that's fine, but then he's consistently inconsistent. So your opinion see, should still be consistent. You see what I'm saying? Like, and he, again, he, he, and, But he's inconsistent. That's what he is. Fine, but you know that now. Yes. So your so, opinion has to get made up now. So me as a Cowboy fan, I don't want him. I, I wouldn't give him $35 million because that's what he's going to want. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, and we're not talking about the no, Cowboys we're not, for the we're next not, hour. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying in general, that's the kind of money he's going to want, and I wouldn't want him. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'm letting Dak test the open market. A, yeah. One or two things are going to happen. A, Dak's going to get overpaid by somebody else. And I'm looking around the league right now. There's really no one out there that jumps out to me. No. Maybe San Diego. Maybe. Charges. That's the only team I think of off the top of my head. 
But to be honest with you, there's a lot of quarterbacks looking for a job next year. Mariota, Winston, Tannehill. Uh, who else is going to be on the open market? Nick Foles, possibly. I, there's going to be a lot of guys looking for jobs. Plus, you got all the rookies coming in. Plus, you got guys like Tay Bridgewater, and I don't really know if Dak Prescott is going to get his $35 million. So what happens then is Dak has to judge, hey, do I want to be in Dallas where I know I'll start? I have a good offensive line. My owner appreciates me. I have a good running back. Mm-hmm. I have an okay weapon. Like, Dallas has holes, and Dallas can't afford to overpay the guy. I don't know what started this conversation last night. I could care less. The fact of the matter is this. Jason Garrett's gone. The mm-hmm. marriage is over. Yep. Jason Garrett didn't want Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott started because Tony Romo's career ended. Got hurt. That's yes. what happened. Yep, 100%. Dak Prescott was a... Third round, maybe fourth round. Maybe. Fourth. He was fourth, but that's not even where I was going. Yeah. He, he was a... He was a temporary fix. I, I, I'm sorry for the dead air, but like I, I, I'm not trying to insult anybody right now. But goddamn, like, come on. Like, we're a sports radio show, and you got people coming on here comparing Dak Prescott and Dan Marino. That's ridiculous. Well, he compared the completion percentage. But that doesn't matter here. No, I know it you doesn't matter. You don't say an all-time great's name mm. next to a guy that has won a playoff game. Well, that, to me, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. No, Dan Marino didn't really do well in the playoffs either. Different era. Yep. Altogether, different era. The game was harder. The game was harder. Dan Marino had a better arm than Dak Prescott could possibly think of. Of course he did. You're talking, you're talking apples and oranges. It's like saying Chad Pennington and Drew Brees were the same. That's asinine. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't even know where he got up. I don't even know where he got that from. I, like, what would make him think of that? He saw, I guarantee you, I, can't, I cannot vouch for this, but I guarantee you somebody probably said it, and he said that's not true. He looked it up, and he just ran with it. Maybe. Because I there's no way in hell somebody knows Dan Marino didn't complete 60% of his pass. That's like saying, uh, well, and we're going to defend the Patriots later, and I, that's another thing. The Patriot bandwagon, and the, not the bandwagon, the Patriot anti-hate, not anti-hate, hate group needs to stop. You guys are ridiculous, and you're a bunch of turncoats. Uh, there's no real other way to say it. If you're going to hate them, then hate them, but... Be fair about it, and we're going to defend them later. But right now, we're going to go around the world in sports because Anthony Carragher is not here. <laughs> so, no, it's fine. We, we don't need music for this. Uh, but, 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 we'll start with hockey, I guess. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning right now are up 2 nothing over the Panthers. The goals were scored by Steven Stamkos, and I guess the second one just scored, so we'll wait for that one. The Penguins and Montreal Canadiens are tied at 1. Jake Gunsel and Thomas Tatar are the goals there. These Blues and Sabres are tied at one. Troy Brower scored for the defended champs. And Victor Olfason, I think that's right, are tied at one. San Jose, Nashville, and the Winnipeg Jets, Detroit Red Wings are both tied at zero. That game just started. Mm-hmm. And the Anaheim Ducks just scored on the wild. That makes it one nothing. I don't know who the goal is by yet. That just happened too. And Speedy's trying to get over here. Come on, Speedy. Find a seat. Uh, later tonight, you got the Devils and Stars, the Hurricanes and Oilers. That should be a fantastic game. Flames, Coyotes, Maple Leafs, Canucks, Blackhawks and Knights. And then, of course, the real team in New York, the Blue Shirts, take on the Los Angeles Kings. 
And I know, I know, I know. The <laughs> Islanders dominated the Lightning last night. I know. It's all right. I'm over it. It's hey, okay. It happens. What are you going to do? Yeah, accidents happen. <laughs> uh, college basketball, Louisville is down right now at 37-35 to Texas Tech. Maryland is also down to Penn State, 54-50. Kansas is up on Milwaukee, 34-12. Colorado takes on UNI. And Baylor and Butler tip off at about 9 o'clock. Then there's basketball. Uh, Denver and Philly has just started. That's 11-7 in Denver. The Heat are up 25-13 over the Hawks. The Knicks and Blazers will start at around 10 o'clock. And the Hornets take on our leading the Wizards 53-50. Bradley Beals dropped 11. And P.J. Washington, Mikhail Bridges, and Cody Zeller have 10 apiece. That's Around the World in Sports, brought to you by Ray's Cafe, 150 Motor Parkway. Hop Hog, New York. Victor, do you know the area code around here? Tell you the truth, no. Oh, all right, that's fine. He spoke. <laughs> there you go. He, he doesn't like talking, but we're going to drag that out of him because I got speed to talk a lot more. So we're going to get Victor you, to talk. You want to know the, the area code? No, I, I don't really care. It's just kind of an ongoing <laughs> joke at this point. I could really care less what it is. But, um, yeah, give Mike Guido a brain. We're going to put oh, that right there so Santa can see. Give him a brain. <laughs> Man, it's awful. But I want to talk about, to start this show, how choices and how people affect those choices can easily change your choices. So, no surprise, uh, the New York Yankees going into this offseason were kind of deemed the must-watch team in baseball. Obviously, the history, the pedigree, that plays a role in this. But the money and the need of a starting pitcher was overwhelming. And they obviously missed out on Patrick Corbin. And by the way, Yankee fans on Twitter that are saying they didn't make Patrick Corbin a top priority, you're an absolute fool. And don't, look, don't even pay attention to baseball. Patrick Corbin was to a top priority. They literally pitched him, and the Nationals beat their offer. So do not tell me he wasn't a top priority. He wasn't Garrett Cole priority, but he was a top priority. Well, the two top priorities for the Yankees was what, Strasburg and Cole, right? Uh, Cole, yeah. It, it, it's okay. just Cole. Strasburg was the fallback plan. But here's some news. Houston has considered trading Carlos Correa amid mounting challenges with their payroll. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there are going to be a lot of stars traded. Bryant, I'm telling you, Chris Bryant Trade will Trade him now. Chris Bryant's going to get – I'm still waiting for that stupid show to happen. Matthew Capadopoulos was supposed to be so, here today. So you think Houston is just going to dismantle their team? No, I think they're going to keep George Springer around. Altuve is staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guriel is going to stay. Interesting. Uh, Alvarez is going to be the future of that team, and then Bregman. So that's where they're going with well, that. Bregman's going to move to short. And then they still got Verlander. and. Um... Well, here's the thing about that. Uh, Verlander and Granke are going to have a lot of money paid to them next year, and they're going to have to move one of those guys too. Their pitching staff after them is pretty weak. Yeah, what does Verlander have left on his contract? Two years, three years? I think it's just this one. Let's say one more year. I think so. I'm pretty sure it's this one. Maybe next one. Uh, maybe two. Let's let's go with two to be safe. Yeah. But that's a choice that Houston's going to have to make. Just like the Yankees should have made a choice this off season to prioritize a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Now pitching was the priority, and by all means, they did it right. They sat with Garrett Cole. You pitched him the world. Garrett Cole was, by all means, thought to drag this out. He thought the Angels, the Dodgers, 
The Astros are back in on Garrett Cole. Then there's a second mystery team, which I'll tell you right now, it's the Giants. It's absolutely the San Francisco Giants. Really? That, without a question, it's the Giants. Wow. Without question. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. When you look at the market of pitching, Strasburg, you knew Strasburg was going to get paid. but you yeah, figured, but I was surprised he was stayed in Washington, though. No, you, I knew they were going to keep one of the two. And now, I, now odds are they're keeping both. I, I thought Strasburg was gone, a goner. I thought he was a goner. I don't think they can keep both. No, they can't. I don't think they can afford well, Strasburg. The, the That's what I was team. saying to you earlier. How are they going to afford both of those players? We'll get to it. We'll get to it, I promise. Now, here's the thing that everyone's got to consider, right? So, choices that the Yankees were making, they chose to wait out Garrett Cole. That, that's what their thing was. Everyone said Cole's going to set the market. Every analyst, every everything, Garrett Cole's going to wait. This is going to take a while. Everyone's going to recruit Garrett Cole. Here's the thing. Yeah, the Yankees are the favorites. I'm telling you now, the Dodgers and Angels are both in that sense for a reason. He wants the West Coast. Hmm. I've been saying Angels, and now the Angels are there. Here's the thing about the Yankees. The Yankees have made this record deal to Garrett Cole. You want to know what absolutely screwed the New York Yankees? Steven Strasburg signed back with Washington before Garrett Cole signed, puts the Yankees in a hard spot. Yeah, because now you got to pay Cole the same amount or more. No, he was going to get he. That's the reason that. And here's the thing that I'm. I guarantee you, the information that got leaked was by Scott Boris for the six years two fifty. So that way, Strasburg's market heated up, and Garrett Cole's market imploded. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, Angels, and Yankees are all going to offer Garrett Cole a bigger contract than what Strasburg got. Of course. Here's the real winner in this. Madison Bumgarner just got his contract locked and sealed. There was not, he was going to get paid regardless. Now he's going to get a contract probably more than 150 in grand total. I'm thinking 6200 Madison Bumgarner is the biggest winner in this, and it's not even close. The loser in Garrett Cole is going to overpay Madison Bumgarner. Now, it goes back to the saying of, who would you prioritize? I'm prioritizing the guy that's recruiting his teammates to come back. I'm prioritizing the guy that just won a World Series MVP. I'm prioritizing a guy that's been more consistent throughout his career, has better stuff. The injury history is favorable to Garrett Cole. Everything else leads to Steven Strasburg. Despite what everyone wants to say, you're not looking... For an ace. They're not looking for that. They're not. The Oakland Days don't have an ace. They made the playoffs. Yeah, Tampa Bay Rays. Where did they take them, though? You need an ace. You need. You do not need an ace. Well, Strasburg's an ace. and look he, what happened Strasburg with is absolutely an ace. Verland is an ace. Yes. But there's okay. a difference. But hold on. This is what happens when you cut people off. <laughs> You're not looking for an ace. You're looking for a big Time pitcher. That is completely different. An ace. That, that's an ace. Sonny Gray is an ace. No, he's not. So, yes, he is. No, he's Sonny not. Gray he's just the best pitcher on ace. the Reds. He's that's not an ace. ace. Are you crazy? Hold on. Hold on. And every team has an ace. I hate this argument. Well, all right. So an ace right, you is say your that, guy that you go out there and He's your week. number one, but he's not really an ace. Right. There's like 10 pitchers in baseball that I trust to go out there and win every start. Maybe 10. I have to relook at it because Clay Kershaw to me has fallen off that wagon. He has fallen off the wagon. That's fair. But when you look at what Steven Strasburg and Garrett Cole, they're both on the same bandwagon of give me the ball. I want the ball, and I'm going to take the ball as far as I can go. Go ahead. 
a la CeCe, a la Andy Pettit, a la Pedro Martinez. These are the guys that the Yankees want. You're not looking for A.J. Burnett, who was a good pitcher until he got to the Bronx. You're not looking for Cole Hamels. You're not looking for a guy to go, all right, our pitching rotation is solidified. You don't need that. You don't. you got four guys you can send out there that might win a couple starts. By the way, Domingo Herman's probably coming back. I don't want him back, but if Domingo Herman's your five, you got a pretty good rotation. You add Garrett Cole to the top of that mix, that's fine. You're looking for a big-time pitcher. Movie, blockbuster. You're not looking for an ace. You need more than an ace. An ace is a name that you give out to guys like Carlos Carrasco or Trevor Bauer. They're not big-game pitchers. They'll win 15, 20 games in the regular season and look good at times doing so. They're not a big game pitcher. They're not aces, you though. love to bash the Indians. Jesus. Trevor Bauer's a red, so get your facts straight. Yeah. And he never pitched in a big game for the Reds, so okay. Well, no, but I'm just saying. Anyone in general. Robbie Ray. No. No. Is he even an ace, though? <laughs> yeah. By the Diamondback standards, yes. No, but he's not, yeah, though. Exactly. Yeah, but he's not. But, he, exactly. yes, but he's by not. the Diamondback standards. Well, actually, no. It might be the kids you, we like. Gallon? It could be him. He's pitched a half a season for I'm them just and he's already saying, the ace. <laughs> I'm just, I Walker, like him as a player. He's Walker Bueller is the ace in Los Angeles. Okay, and he yeah. has stuff and credentials to be an ace. There's a difference. Well, Gallon's got both, too. But, well, not the credentials yet. Right. Give it time. But what I want to say right now is that the Yankees screwed up in free agency by one thing. They Why, because they didn't offer Strasburg? No, no, no. I, I knew I was alone. I literally knew I was alone on that, that Strasburg is a better pitcher, and that's fine. No one thinks that way. Anthony Carragher, you don't know baseball. I'm never going to read your text message because you told me not to put Mike Fo- – I'm sorry, not to put Giancarlo Stanton, a top 10 power hitter in baseball, on my playoff roster, and you wanted Mike Ford. That's all I need to know about your baseball input, oh, my friend. Geez. That's all you need to say. Don't give me Dylan Patances. Give me uh, – uh, give me a Met reliever. Jerry's familiar. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, don't give me that guy. Give me him. Yeah, don't give me Kevin oh. Cash. Give me Aaron Boone. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to get, right? <laughs> it's your daily shot at Aaron Boone. <laughs> but I, I'm amazed by this. Like, I really am. And the numbers, the career, all favors Strasburg. Every single stat you can think of. ERA, strikeouts, wins, innings pitched. Take that back. Eric Cole's got more innings pitched. Strasburg missed time with injuries. But again, but less, was, less innings, and he's still got all the stats. I think by the Nationals winning the World Series, that, that decided where Strasburg wanted to stay. If they didn't win, I think he would have left. No, yeah. I don't think so. He, I think that Strasburg would have stayed regardless. I, it's like what Geraldus Chapman did. I mm. want to stay here. I'm opting out to get a newer deal, and that's about it. Yeah, but how do you, but how uh, did, how, ho 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 ho! Hold on, hold on. We've got a novice on the phone. Welcome to the home stretch. How may I help you? Hello, how are you today, Silas? How are you? I could have called this a mile uh, away. Well, you were bashing them. Well, no, I didn't. Well, yeah, I, I mean, bashed I Yankee mean, fans. You know, <laughs> no, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, this is a thing that I've seen that I appear to see on a lot of shows today. You know, today. And today. It's that when people. When people bash other people's opinions, they bash the person. And it's really getting sickening watching. Who did I bash? I didn't bash anybody. You said, you like, I don't want to read Anthony 
attacks because he doesn't know baseball. That's not attacking you. That's a talk. You don't know baseball. It's all right. Regardless, regardless, Tyler, I, I know a lot. Because I don't know, I might not know how many, you know, how many shits Walker Bueller took before he pitched the World Series. Two and a half. Like you or Speedy might know. Um, you know, shout out to Speedy. Speedy, I love you. You know that. But you don't don't attack someone's knowledge based off of anything like that. But anyway, going back to your point. It's a sports said, show. Quote, hang on. Hang on. You said, quote, quote, the Yankees don't need an ace. Right. End quote. That's they, what you said. They need and more I than an ace. And, and I said they need an ace. Yes. You said, quote, the Yankees do not need an ace. End quote. Can I get an amen from the, from the panel? Amen. Anyway. <laughs> hold on. Hold on one second. This is why I very rarely even bother to answer some of you. If you would have okay, listened but, to the whole thing. I said the Yankees no, don't need an ace. They need more than an ace. But what's more a than big an ace? Ga- a big game pitcher is hard to find but than that's an ace. A, but that's an ace. There's not Tyler. a lot of big game pitchers. But, that, no. but that's an ace. No, no, no. An a, an ace a big a, game pitcher is no, hard to find than an ace. An ace is a big game pitcher. Not all aces are big game pitchers. Yes, they are. All big game pitchers oh. are aces. Who? His name is Mashihiro Tanaka. He is. He, Carragher's right about that. Tanaka is a big game pitcher. Get, go look at his numbers. He... He depends on which Tanaka you get. That the Yankees need a pitch a game to save the world. Masahiro Tanaka is going out for me. That right. That's fine. Now I need. That's absolutely fine. To your point, when you said the Yankees don't need an ace, they need a big game pitcher. You sound asinine because the reason why they lost is because it did not have an ace, and that's what you. That's what you said in playoff time. They need more than ace. Well, they, yeah. you said the Yankees do not have an ace, and they that's do not. why they'll lose. So now the Yankees this year Did they are lose? going to go out and sign an ace. Yes, they lost because they didn't have an ace, Tyler. Thank you. Well, well, they didn't have an ace, and they didn't really hit the ball that well either. Right. Well, you can't blame them for that. That was a, so, that's a good pitching rotation. Yes, but they still didn't hit well but, either. But, so, but on top, no, no. Beave has a point. Beaver has a point. The Yankees actually pitched really well that series. The Astros just right. They got out pitched a mm. little better. Yep. And right. If they had an ace, you know, and they didn't go out and blow, you know, their bullpen every single time. Bad management. Yeah, their arms were tired. I forgot who hit the home run in Game Seven. I forgot his name, but Jose Altuve. No, the one, who, the first one, Chad Green. You saw Chad Green four times. That one wouldn't happen. He's on four times in the same series. Yep. He's going to, you know, it's going to happen. So your point on the saying the Yankees don't need an ace is completely incorrect. The Yankees have a big game pitcher. His name is Masahiro Tanaka. Then why didn't he and pitch? You know what? what happened? Then why didn't he pitch game seven? He couldn't. Why not? That, that point By the way, they didn't go seven games. They went six. Game six, excuse me. But regardless... So why couldn't he pitch game six? Paxton pitched game five. Yeah, he was on two days rest, I think. Three. A big game pitcher goes out there in three games rest. Sorry. Uh, uh, was it Strasburg did it. Scherzer did it. Sorry. There's a difference between a big game pitcher and an ace. Huge difference. game four. No, he pitched game It was two days rest. It was two days rest. You can't throw him back out there. because of the rain out. They rain out. He couldn't go back out. But regardless, how come he didn't pitch? You're not pitching... And I'm happy he didn't pitch because you don't want to pitch Tanaka on short rest. One yeah, you don't want to win the game. Bad. One is historically bad on short rest, 
and two, his elbow can blow up tomorrow. So that's the guy you're trusting with God's fear in your hand? Oh, the guy's elbow can blow up tomorrow. Yeah, come on. Come on, test the elbow. Let's see what you got. Yeah, yeah. You're a hypocrite. You're an absolute hypocrite. Historically, you're bad on, on short rest. You know what? Go out there. And screw going out there on three rest, three days rest. Go out there on two. You Do just told me you pilot. didn't trust his elbow. So how can you trust him? You can, Because you can trust him, but his elbow is subject. We all know he has the UCL tear in his elbow, which possibly can blow at any minute. He's been a question mark for years because of that elbow. He's a ticking time bomb. We said that for years. But he is a big-game pitcher. When it's the lights are brightest in New York City, he is the guy you want on the mound. Big-game pitcher. Yankees have one. Check. Ace. Yankees have one. Question mark? No, because we don't know how Severino is in the postseason. He did a hit. He's awful. So we don't have that. We don't have that ace. That's why you go out and you sign Garrett Cole. You go out there and you sign I understand we need Garrett Cole, but Garrett Cole is also checking the big-game pitcher box. Right. Tanaka can go game two. Garrett Cole can go game one. Severino, you know what I'm saying? You have, if you get, if you get Garrett Cole, your rotation is stacked. Because your rotation, as much as everyone backs the Yankees' rotation, it actually produced in the AL. Well, uh, you definitely get that. It'll help out the Yankees' bullpen. You won't have to overuse them as much. Beef has another good point. You know, as much as everyone's, you know, the Yankee rotation isn't that good, the Yankee rotation isn't that good, come the playoffs, take away two hits, the Yankees win that series. They just, the Astros won because of timely hitting. Simple. Timely you hitting, and, and I think the Yankees' arms were tired. I, I, I truly believe that. And why was that? Because they all got overused in the, in the bullpen. And right. They, they didn't bad have, management. They got, oh, no, that's bad management. You add Garrett Cole, you have a at number one, you have a big game pitcher at number two, and then you, if Severino could be your three, Paxton could be your four, and if you're playing in the playoffs, there's a day off in between there, and you go back to Cole. The Yankee rotation is actually okay. If they add Cole, their rotation is stacked on top of that lineup. And to go to your point about Well, that was interesting. My ears hurt. 
My ears hurt too. You were doing a lot of yelling. Uh, no, my brain actually had to listen to that. So here, well, uh, I. <laughs> here we go. Let let me clarify one thing right now. When I say you don't need an ace, you need a big game pitcher. A big game pitcher is hard to find. Yeah, but ace. there are aces though. Big game pitchers. All aces are not big game pitchers, and not, but all big game pitchers are aces. That's what I'm leaving this at. Okay, a big well. game pitcher is hard to find. Does Garrett Cole check both boxes? Yes, he does. Now, to the flip side of this that no one seems to understand, the Yankees lost free agency. How they did, they how, lost. How? If. Call it. Oh. How? Hold on. The, they're waiting? Yeah. Welcome to the home stretch. How may I help you? Hello? Hello? Hello there, Tyler. Hello, Mr. Marks. Errol Marks, how are you? How are you, you my friend? I'm all right. How are you? May I'm I just good. say this how again? I told this to you last night, but I'll tell it to you again. You're 100% right from yesterday. I appreciate it, man. But You're definitely 100% it, right after that the craziness. The argument got off. Got, really do believe that, and it really stirred up a bunch of stuff that shouldn't have stirred up on, on a message. But you want to know something? It doesn't matter who's wrong and who's right. And, Beav, I, I heard what you said on on uh, the Third Among Show, which I completely disagree on everything that you were saying about Jason Garrett. Well, we, we know that. So, but me and you have had this argument so many times, and it, it's fine. I, I, want you, I, I respect your opinion, but I think you're wrong. It's fine. I want you to – I sent something to Matty Kapsen. Mm-hmm. And after we had this argument, I, I also sent it to our – our group message on statistics in the last 35 years of coaches in the NFL, every single statistic for 500 coaches. Do you know where Jason Garrett was? Off the top of my head, no. Do you know where Jason Garrett was in the top 500 statistics of coaches? Off the top of my head, no. 55. 55 out of 500 out of the Coach. last 35 years? So, in the last 35 years, this, this is football preference. So, this is legit statistics. And you look at, not, not wins and losses, because Guido was saying, it's not only wins and losses. Go look at all the statistics. I'll send it to you. And I sent it to Matt. And I then, have it here. When you look at the statistics of the coaches, of 500 coaches in the NFL, in NFL history... Of the last 35, 40 years, Jason Carrott is ranked 55th. All you guys saying that he is not a good coach. I didn't say he's a great Yeah, I, 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 I understand that. I still don't think he's a good coach. You could go by that he's all you want. He's a good coach. He's That's not what you guys good, don't but he's in game. He's not. He doesn't make listen, good decisions listen, at listen all. Listen to me. Listen to me. Beef. Beef. I'm going to explain something to you. There we go. There are, there are plenty of plenty of all professional sports that were great regular season coaches but couldn't win the big game. And, there, and half of them are Hall of Famers. Now, I'm not saying Jason Garrett's a Hall of Famer. I didn't say that. Don't take it out of my mouth. I never said that. All I'm saying that look at those, look at the list of coaches. Ron, Ron Rivera, that everybody wants, Ron Rivera, who everybody wants to be the next Giants head coach. He's under Jason Garrett. 
All these statistics show you what the NFL looks at analytics and how you analyze what a coach is and what a coach isn't, even though it's not the eye test. Everybody's got their own eye test. Tyler knows this. We all have our own eye test. But statistically, analytically, he is a good coach. And this is why I argue from fans and and Cowboy fans, and I'm, I'm sorry, some of you Cowboy fans out nice and sincere, and you know who I'm talking about, and I don't even have to mention your name. All of you guys are hypocritical people who think you have the worst of the worst when you don't. And when you lose something of that magnitude, and you will lose him this year because he's he's lost his voice over there in in Dallas, and he needs to leave. He's going to go somewhere else. And I promise you he'll be more successful than he was with the Cowboys. I highly doubt that. Uh, you highly doubt that, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just telling you what an analytic statistic shows. And by the way, and I know Speedy is not listening, Speedy is completely wrong about what he thinks Jason Garrett is. So it, I'm not saying Jason – I'm not saying he's anywhere – what we compare to top coaches in the league, because he's not. He's not even close. But the fact that something in a lot of statistics, and even right now, where they rank him, in almost every single list, he's between 12 and 15. Okay? So, and I've said this, I told this to Matt, and I'm going to tell you. One through four is elite. Five through ten are great quarterbacks. Eleven through 15 is good quarterbacks. That's the way I look at it. And then 16 through through 20, they're okay. And then after that, okay, and then I look at it. That's football, and I I grade players, and I grade coaches, and I grade everything. So when I say he's good, he's good. Does that mean he can win? You're going to win a Super Bowl with him? No. And that's why, that's why when Mike Guido says, oh, I can't believe you say he's good, I didn't say he was elite. I didn't say you can compare him to Bill Belichick. So you're saying he's going to go somewhere else and win the Super Bowl, possibly? No, I, I didn't. No, well, that's, I that, that's he will what, win. That, you, you said he's going to, he will win. You said he's going to have that's, more success on another team than with the Cowboys. That's what you just said. Exactly. He's going to so win. So if he's going to have more success, that means he's going to get them to an NFC championship, possibly a Super Bowl. I I could see him if he goes to an. Uh, You're he goes crazy. To the right team. There's no way. I could see. I could see if he goes to the right team, he can go to an NFC or an AFC title game. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Why not? Because he's not smart Rex enough. Rex Ryan did it back to back years. Yeah. Rex Ryan had a. Uh, the defense was ranked number one. Uh, uh, okay. Rex Ryan wasn't a bad coach. No, Rex Ryan so was a good coach. Rex Ryan was a good coach. Hey, let me ask you a question. Jacksonville Flyers, their coach this year. Yes. Yes. Okay. They bring in Jason Garrett to fill in that spot. By the way, Tom Coughlin likes Jason Garrett. And he brings in Jason Garrett, and he takes over that defense, which is an elite defense who has not played at its top priority. He brings in, I don't know, Wade Phillips, who's a very good friend of his. Phillips well, why would Wade Phillips Rams. leave the Rams? Why, yeah, why would he leave the Rams? Uh, why wouldn't he? If he if because the Rams have a good team. Going, why would you want to leave that team? Jacksonville's defense, well, let's be honest here. Jacksonville, when they're at full force, this year they're not playing at the top of their game. Next year they're going to have 
They're going to have the draft stock. They're going to have free agency. They got rid of Ramsey. They have room, and they got they got draft stock. I, I I'm telling you right now, it is elite defense. Yes. And you bring somebody like Jason Garrett in, and they got Foles there. He drafts the quarterback that he wants now, and they build around what he what they practically do. They got a running back. They need to add wide receivers. They need that. I'm just saying. Jason Garrett can go to another organization with a good defense and win a championship. We see so many coaches do this. So, and, and to me, Sean McVay is one of the highest overrated coaches in the NFL. He really is. He's a great offensive mind, but when you saw when it came down Speedy's to the game, shaking his head over game, there. what happened? I think I think Speedy heard what you said. Speedy's in uh, shock. Oh, well, 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 on last year the Cowboys had uh, what number two defense? Probably they were ranked number two or three defense last year. So how come they didn't win the Super Bowl yeah, last year? They had a great defense. And, and you know what happened last year? Okay, go ahead. What happened last year? They you, we watched the game. They they got they got ran over by the Rams. That's what happened. They got ran over by the Rams. And yeah. why did they get run over by the Rams? Because they couldn't stop Gurley and uh, Anderson. It was more Anderson. So let now let me ask you this question. Right now, you you watched last year. You watched it. You blame Jason Garrett for the defense not be not be able to stop the run. Do I blame Jason Garrett for not for not be able to stop the run? Yeah, he's got he, he's got to make in game adjustments, and he never did. Uh, Hold on, oh, though. Rod oh, Marinelli oh, didn't get any fire for that at all, though. He didn't. No. All right. So why aren't you blaming the defensive coordinator for the defense I'm falling the, apart? Blaming the whole coaching staff. By the way, the defense this year looks completely disinterested in doing anything. You're right. One hundred percent right. With the same defensive coordinator, with the same that, defensive Because coach. the players aren't playing for the coaches. They're not playing for Garrett. They're not playing for none, but anybody. But that's not Jason Garrett's fault. If they're not playing for him, that is his he fault. His no, it's not. That's his fault. Do you know why? Because it's Jerry Jones. That's oh. the problem in Dallas. When you guys realize that, that'll be fine. Jerry I, Jones needs to step away I've, and leave. Uh, and I've been saying that for the past 10 years. Well... I don't like. I don't. I'm not a fan of Jerry Jones. I don't and like what he does. You want to know something? Go ahead. You want you you want me to tell you something? I, I'm not taking shots at Guido, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what I thought. I think he's as because there's some things that come out of that kid's mouth that I just want to throw up. <laughs> okay. All right, and and that's just that's just me. But the guy made last night. Correct his points, but today, attacking and saying things that he. You cannot tell me honestly when you see a guy and where he's ranked statistically and analytically, where he is ranked 55 out of 500 coaches, to tell me that he is not a good coach. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, sorry, I, I don't care about I those numbers. Sorry. He's I not, am not going to sit yeah, here and listen yeah, to garbage that comes out of people's mouths. He's not a good head coach. I don't, I don't care what the analytics say. He's not a good head coach. He's not a good and, coach on the field. I'm sorry. And, 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 and it shows you. It shows you how stupid Cowboy fans are. No, he's not a good head coach. It's the truth. He's never going to win it anywhere. It shows you how stupid you guys okay, are. Okay. It really does. Okay. I promise you this. I promise you this. Whoever they bring next year, whoever they bring in next year, they're not going to win. Okay. I can promise you that. that that's, that's fine. And, I think and you remember I, I said and that. And I think you're wrong on that, so that's fine. Uh, okay. Okay, you bring in Urban Meyer like you Cowboys think that's going to happen. You see how I mean, big it is. I didn't say that was going to happen. I okay, said, I'm you want to just... bring you want to bring in these rookie coaches? You want to bring in Lincoln Miley, which I think is going to be the next head coach? Watch how fast he's out of the NFL. Okay, okay. Watch how fast. There is no well, college coaches that have never coached in the NFL. Again, Guido, you're going to learn something here, so I hope you're listening. Okay, 
there is not one quarterback that we know right now that's playing professional football as a starting quarterback. Okay, are you listening to this? You hearing this? I'm not Mike Widow. <laughs> me either am I. No, I'm not talking to you, Tyler. I'm, to- I'm talking to Mike. Tell him, maybe you said Guido. There is, yeah. One coach that is in the NFL right now that is a rookie coach that came from college that succeeded in the NFL. Okay? And don't be bring up Pete Carroll, because I said that to Matty Caps today. Pete Carroll was a head coach before he went to college football and then came back to the NFL. So... Don't bring up Pete Carroll. Oh. I'm talking about a real, legit coach that's never coached in the NFL and comes from college. Did they ever succeed? Chip Kelly, did he succeed? Nope. No. Nick Saban, did he? Nick Saban, he's the greatest college coach of all time. Is did he ever succeed? A little bit. What, what about Jimmy Johnson? Well, no, he Johnson? didn't. Oh? Jimmy no, Johnson? he didn't. He got fired the second year. Wasn't he the Cowboys? I mean, he coach? left. Well, he left. He was getting fired anyways. So. Um, well, that's why when my article goes up, you'll see well, that. That was a huge mistake. It was. Maybe it was. Yeah, him and uh, Jerry but Jones. Nobody, they, they no, college, no college coach that we've seen. And Kingsbury's going to be the latest one because that's not going to last that long. Nope. They got a good quarterback. I think. But that coach is an idiot. And he's going to. Teams are going to figure even though they stink already. And, and he's going to be terrible. This is why I'm telling you. You don't realize what you have until they're gone. And when he is gone, and you bring in Lincoln Riley or the Urban Myers of the world, these college coaches that Jerry has his claw on, you're going to see how bad and unsuccessful they are. And then you're going to come back three, four no. years down the road, and you're going to say, no, I, don't, I, don't, I disagree with that. I think Lincoln Riley, you know, will, I think Lincoln Riley will succeed in the NFL. You will. Because if Jason Garrett ever wins somewhere else, and even if he goes to the Super Bowl and gets there, it's going to piss you Cowboy fans off. It go- really is. because <laughs> He's not going yes, to do will. that, so that's fine. And not only that, yeah. here's the thing that pisses me off the most, and I hate these conversations because you all do the same thing. When If the Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl this year, you're all going to act like Jason Garrett's no, the hottest I thing saw, on the market. No, 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 yeah, no, you are. No, you do it no, every year. No, yeah. no, no, not me. Okay. You're if all Jason lying. Garrett wins a Super Bowl, I would still want to fire him. You're an idiot. That's it, okay. that's the dumbest okay, okay, thing. Okay, okay. So, right he's not a good head coach. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this straight right here because I, I need to get this out. This is why I when I listen to fans and people that love their teams, they are completely clueless of what they're talking about. No, because and, and I'm not saying and, and and Beav, you know I love you, but, but this is why when I listen to sports radio. Since the people that are on the radio show, I just wonder if they're they talk. And and the fact is, work could say that Jason Garrett stinks and he's terrible. He's never proven anything. He's he hasn't, he hasn't proven anything. What is he proven? Okay, okay. Here's here's there's there's so many statistics and analytics you can look at, and the honestly tell you the analytics that you're completely wrong at is where rankings are, where you're ranked as a coach. And if, if you go up and down the list of coaches that everybody says, I'll take this guy in front of him, I'll take that guy in front of him, I rank him between 10 and 12 in, as, as top coaches in the league. Because the guy, no matter how many times he's won in the playoffs, and there's not many of them right now in the NFL, okay, no matter how many times he's won or lost in the playoffs, 
he has won every single time when you look at statistics. Every single statistic, every single customer that you can compare him to. Statistically, sound to be at 55 throughout 500 coaches in history. So to think that, that you have a coach in 55, in the top 100 in history, top 100, and say that he is horrible, he's terrible, I don't want him, I don't want him to be my coach, shows you how clueless you he's are not as a Cowboys. Clueless. I, 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 it's an old thing. I don't care what the numbers say. He's not, a good, he's not a good game manager. He's not a good locker room guy. I'm just not. He's not. Oh, by the way, uh, Matt Cap said that Kellen Moore is going to be a good no, offensive. He's, cra- he's crazy. He's going to be a coach, good coach in this league, or a good no, offensive he, corner. That's a ridiculous statement. Well, yeah, because Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore has been running the offense from the beginning of the season, and that's the reason why this deep, this offense stinks. They were one of the as good as as good as their offense has been because of Dak Prescott at the end of the game. The statistics are so hidden to. Okay, they're completely hidden because I would say about seventy-five percent of their yardage come in the late third quarter, going into the yeah, fourth quarter, third, third, and fourth quarter. Time. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. So, okay, Kellen Moore, statistically, even though the Cowboys are in almost every statistical ca- category, that they're that it, good of all, an offensive it, it, team. It's all in garbage time. Yes, that's fine. So that's why I, I think it's garbage. I, I think this is why I look at things and. No matter what, no matter what, I disagree with you, Tyler, on something that you said. Oh, I'm actually and, being talked to. That's good. Yeah, now you're being talked to because he's, he's done bashing me now, but I think Errol's no, wrong no, on no. that, so uh, that's fine. I love you guys. Don't, don't get me started. I, Tyler didn't say anything. But, I, I, but I, I, I totally disagree with you. I don't care about it with the analytics. Oh, that's like that. fine. And I, that's and, fine. I, and I disagree. I don't think he's a good locker room guy. And I don't think he's a good head coach on the field. Mm. But John Gruden's a bad locker room guy. And John Gruden, I'm Gr- sure you'd say that John Gruden's an people, upgrade over pe- Jason pe- Garrett. People love John Gruden. Yeah, for a year or two, and then they get, bo- and then they get sick of him. Well, I want to say whatever. this to you. Go ahead. First of all, Anthony Carragher called yourself. Yes. And he said somebody about a, pl- a player at the end of the season. He said that Mike, uh, who was it? Uh, Mike the, Ford. Mike Ford. Mike Ford should have started over Giancarlo Stanton. Is that what he said? He would have been on the playoff roster and Stanton sat. Yes. That's okay. What he said. And I, I'm going to I'm going to take a shot at Anthony Carragher because some to watch baseball. He'll figure it out. I don't give a crap. Mike <laughs> Ford was hitting in. Any of the months. Statistically, you play the better player. The guy that has more power, that can end the game with the, the clobber of his bat. Okay? I don't want to hear about hey. Mike Ford. To me, he's a bench player slash guy that comes, you know, that comes in and out of the minor leagues. That's who he is. He's not he's a starter in this league. The Yankees are going to train him. He's going to go somewhere. Remember Jay Thatcher? Remember him? What happened? Uh, you're breaking remember up. Remember Jr. Murphy? Uh, you know, remember Jr. Murphy? Yes. Remember the catcher that yes. they traded, and yep. they they brought him from I think he did. Minnesota. They traded yeah. him for. Um... Minnesota. That's right. Yeah. They traded Pineda? him Minnesota for Aaron Was it Hicks. Pineda? Oh, all right. They traded him for Aaron Hicks. Look how good Aaron Hicks turned out. Well, and look how bad, bad. Jr. Murphy is. <sighs> okay. 
that all right. Remember that? Yeah, I, I'm not sold on Hicks either, but all right. He's he's a, he's one of the. It's statistically and analytically, he's one of the top five center fielders in the league in every single statistic. But you have to. Baseball is more analytic than any other sport, so you have to. I, analytically, he's a very good center fielder. He's a great center fielder. Mm-hmm. I. He's a good. He hits 16, between 16 and 18 home runs every single year for the Yankees, and he hits about 70, 75, 80 RBIs every single year as a Yankee. Right, but so what I... pretty good numbers. No, it is. I, I love his glove, and I love his range in the outfield. That's where, well, that's my pro for him. You, I, I don't know. We'll see what this year brings. I, I'm afraid he's yeah. kind of just benefiting from that short porch. My, my, and, and Mike Ford, I would not start him over John Carlos Stanton, no matter what what game it is. And if he's batting six hundred, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't even start him over, him over Luke Voigt. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't. I would start Luke Voigt. But uh, I will disagree with you on this. Garrett Cole is a guy that the Yankees need, and I'm going to tell you why. I, I hold, agree with you. I didn't I say they don't okay. need Garrett Cole. No you one's don't even want him to spend the money. Three hundred million dollars for one guy that pitches every five, possibly six days. That's a bad contract, regardless of how well he pitches. Yeah, but that's he's right. not getting. I got the number for you guys. Was they it? offered they offered him two hundred and sixty-five million dollars. That's the number. That's the, it's not three hundred. It's two hundred and sixty-five million dollars. That's almost twenty million dollars more than Steven Strasburg. So that's that's the number. So was it like? What, so what is it? 20, what is about? What is about twenty five million? No, is it about? Uh, that's that's a lot. Thirty was it? Thirty three million dollars a year, maybe. That's about that. Yeah. In dollars, and he's get, he's getting a seven year deal. That's the, that's as high as the Yankees are going. Uh huh. So and that's the number I'm hearing. I'm telling you, the Angels will outbid him. The Angels will give him ten three hundred. I, so. I don't think so. I'm not telling you right so. now. The Angels are I, notorious I, I, for bad contracts. All right. I, I'm just telling you he's not going to any of the L.A. teams. I, I do not. The Yankees will not let that kid uh, go to the L.A. LA Angels, and he will not let him go to the L.A. Dodgers. No matter what happens, the Yankees will not allow it. That's the guy that they're gunning for. That, that's the guy they're going to get. So that's how you hear targeting at somebody and that they're, the, the ownership says do whatever needs to be done to get him. There's no way in hell the Yankees are going to let him go to the Angels, and there's no way he's going to, they're going to let him go to the Dodgers. So do I think it's going to be $300 million to, to get him in New York? I do not think so. I don't think the L.A. Dodgers are stupid enough to, to raise it any more than 255 260 I think the Yankees are offering 265 or 68 That's what I'm hearing. And right now he's going to sit on winter meetings, and you know what Scott Boris is going to do? Yep. He's going to sit back there, and he's going to try to pin everybody against. Now they're saying there's two new teams that are coming in the hunt. I heard one of them are the Braves, believe one of the, I heard one of the, teams. the Astros are one of the teams, and I'm tell, I think it's the Giants. I heard the Braves, and I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't sure with the other team, but I heard the Braves were one of the teams. I was reading an article, the Braves are one of the teams, even though I don't know why they need them. They're they're going after Garrett Cole, so I'm just saying in, in that whole category of what you're saying. If the Yankees get, first of all, the Yankees do need Garrett Cole. They put Garrett Cole in that that pitching staff right now. 
it's not even it's not even a question. It's the best pitching staff in baseball. You know, it, it, well, easy with the, that. You got Hope Severino pitches right next year, and Paxton's got to duplicate what he did. Oh, dude, he takes That's so much pressure. Tyler, just think about it this way: it takes so much pressure off a Saver, a pitching staff. They would have your one, who would be uh, Cole. Derek Cole. Your two would be Paxton. Your three would be Tanaka. Four is Luis Saverino. Luis Saverino, one of the best pitchers in the American League. Uh, not last year because he came back from injury. For the last three years, he's been one of the best pitchers, top five, six in the American League in the last four years, three years. And and, and you're going to put him as your number four pitcher. I'm going to be Jay Happ's going to be gone. Who guess who your number five is going to be? Pi Herman. That kid, that kid Garcia, who's going to come up, which everybody believes is going to make the team at spring training, and everybody wanted him, and the Yankees would not trade him. He is going to be your five. Then you got Montgomery. And then, by the way, you're going to have Domingo Herman whenever he comes back next year as your seventh guy. Eighth guy. That, ro- that rotation is the best rotation in baseball. And you have all these tra- this tradable pieces as your pick- all these pitchers that if the Yankees can stay healthy, which is something usually the Yankees don't do, but if that pitching staff can stay healthy, maybe you move to these young guys in their farm system. So the Yankees get Garrett Cole. I, I'm telling you right now, they're going to win the World Series next year, even with the injuries they get. They're going to win the World Series next year. And that's a guarantee you heard you me say need, it on the show. You said it last year. You need to realize just one thing. And I, I'll yep. let's go with the fact that they do Timely get hit. Garrett Cole. What happened? Timely hit. Okay, that's fine. But here's the thing about... The Garrett Cole sign. I agree. They need a pitcher. I said it all year last year. They need a big game pitcher, not an ace. And, and and that's another thing Anthony said to you that he's right about. Playoffs last year. You're you're breaking up really bad. I can't hear a word. Oh, I'm sorry. You keep going in and out. I said Anthony Carragher came out and he said. Uh, that the Yankees had one of the, the best pitching staffs in the playoffs out of all the baseball teams that were in the playoffs. Later. Never disagreed and, with that. Never said and, a negative and it's word. true. So why do they need a big-game pitcher? He's right about that. Why do you need a game? The, the reason why the Yankees lost that series against the Astros. They and, got out-pitched. No. Yeah. The Yankees, the Yankees couldn't hit the ball yeah. in the timely position that they were why? in the last two games. Why? I mean, the Yankees got a hold of some of the balls. It just wouldn't go out when they were when they were. I think when they, when they were in Houston, they couldn't knock the ball out, and that was the. I mean, ninety percent of the planet would call that pitching, but okay. No, the, the ball guys, guy man, he was he was the ball was all over like, you know the the it was gonna two of the balls looked like it, and it, and it it, it kind of died. You know, and that's what I think. That's what I think when you look at baseball and stuff like that. You can't, you can't blame. It really is the players. I've said this over and over again. I've said baseball out of all the sports is the least team sport. And I've said this over and over again because these guys are making millions and millions and millions of dollars like all the other athletes. Don't get me wrong. Why do baseball players make the most money? Baseball players make the most money because they play more games. And they're their own agent. That's what they are. They, they're, a, they're own um, 
business owner. You know what I'm saying? That they're their own, you know, money maker. You know, you get what I'm saying? It's like yeah, no, I get it. Their performance is only based on them. But here's the thing that no one. Yes. Then why do teams like the Rays and A's every year compete? Because they don't have these guys. The Ra- you know why the Rays compete? The Rays make tr- smart trades like trading Tommy Pham for Hunter that Renfro. That's that was good move. That's a steal, and they got a prospect back that's supposedly phenomenal too. So guess what that means, Willie Adamas? In three or four years, you're next. Like th- this team is going to be built around Snell, Glass, now and Meadows, and that team is fine. That team's going to be great. And Brandon Lowe. Here's the thing. The Yankees spend all this money, and we always do it every year. Oh, they're great. They're great. And do I love getting the big guy? I do. We haven't gotten the big free agent in quite some time. The GM and the owners have kind of been very standoffish to free agency. Now, I get it. They brought in everybody this offseason. Pettit came. Uh, CC's been recruiting Garrett Cole since the Yankees got knocked out of the playoffs. I get it. I understand. The Yankees driving the market is good for baseball. When the Yankees were sitting ducks last offseason, how long did it take for anyone to sign? January? February? And everyone was panicking. Oh, no! I said this last year, and you agreed with me. The Yankees drive baseball. The Yankees drive the market. When the nicely, Yankees are... Nicely said. When, when the Yankees are active, the baseball is quicker. It's just how it is because teams get panicky. I, I agree with you in everything that you said. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing where I disagree with you. Here's the th- thing I disagree with you. The Yankees have been under luxury tax almost three years now. The Yankees do not buy their players. If you look at the Yankees, I never said they buy roster, their players. They, no, but this is what this is the problem with fans out there saying that the Yankees bought their championship. Thing better than every other team in baseball. They get. Oh, oh that's what they do. They. Get, that they believe are going to be their core of their winning situation. Everybody says, well, the Yankees lost. This is the 10th year they haven't won a championship, which is the most ever for Yankee history. They are a roster of young players, the Torreses of the world, the Judges of the world, the Sanchezes of the world that everybody can't stand. Meanwhile, statistically, is easily the best catcher in baseball. No, just, it's not. Just say. Yes, he is. Statistically, he is. It's JT so, Romito when it ain't close. Uh, I'm just telling you, if you look at statistics all around catching statistics, they're With not the even With the bat, he is, yeah. But when you add the defensive no, metrics he, to it. even this year. This year. Who is better as a catcher than he was? I think he was, like, ranked in every single defensive motion. I, I think he was fourth in all of baseball. In catching, right. blocks, everything. He played very well to this year in ca- as a catcher. And everybody forgot about that. Everybody did talk about that because you know what it is? Oh, he, he improved. I'm not saying that, but he ain't. He really Romuto is Romuto is uh, the gold um, bearer. He outplayed, he outplayed Real Muto this year. He was the best catcher in baseball, hands down. Sanchez was. Hands down. The numbers will show you that, too. He was hands down the best catcher in baseball. And and, and when, he, when, he's, when he's on, he's on. Okay? And and, and, I, and I'm so sick and tired of hearing Yankee fans say, oh, we want to get rid of him. Let's go. Yeah, oh, we should have taken Real Muto. You know? him, him and the Stanton trades need to stop. It's not happening. It, it, this is ridiculous. And the Yankees have a core players they can build around. The one thing the Yankees haven't had, which this is why they're going after Garrett Cole, is like you were saying, well done to what you said. They're looking for a superstar that they're going to buy on the market, which they've done for years. They would get 
in, in a 10-year span, they would get one big-time player that would, they would open up their pockets for. Right. A-Rod, well, that, that was John Carlos Stanton. No, what the Yankees did is the, the, the Yankees inherited John Carlos Stanton because they didn't want to go anywhere else but the Yankees. That's what happened. It was the Dodgers and the Yankees. Right. So it was the only the Yankees, and he said he wasn't going to play. So the Yankees inherited that contract. So I don't want to say they gave him the contract. They haven't given a big contract like that since uh, since CC Sabathia. Right. I mean, I'm talking about his big contract or Tanaka. I, I say Tanaka was their last big huge contract. Well, and they haven't paid a picture of that magnitude. I think now, C- I think sudden, Burnett got more than what Tanaka got. No, Tanaka. No, Tanaka got 176 million dollars from the. That's end. with all the fees and stuff. But as far as a per year salary, I think Burnett might still have gotten more. I think I think it was him. I think I think Tanaka got the most that I've ever seen a Yankee pitcher got 176 million. But it, it, nevertheless, now you got Garrett Cole. The Yankees have not opened up their pockets forever. Okay, this is a long time for the Yankees not open their pockets. Now all of a sudden they're going to open up their pockets. And everybody's complaining about it. Come on, guys! They're trying to win championships. This is the only sports team, the sports organization that wins every every year. They're they're somewhere in the right. no matter how bad their situation is. They're always in the win. So now the Yankees are going to open up their pockets. Now the Yankee fans are complaining about. It. I, I don't understand it. So I just read something on Twitter from Max Wildstein that everyone's say, saying Cole's a Yankee. What was that? I just watched something on Twitter. Uh, Max Wildstein's at the winter meetings. Right now, everyone there is saying that the Yankees are going to get him. Like, that's what everyone's reporting, that Garrett Cole's a Yankee. I think the Yankees, I think the Yankees are getting him, too. I think, I, I think Brian, Cashman's goal, Brian Cashman's goal that we've heard over the years. Remember, the Yankees drafted Garrett Cole in the first round. Years and years ago, he decided he wanted to go back. He wanted to go to college. He went back into the draft, and then the Pirates drafted him. Right. And he went to the Pirates. And for, even when when he went to Houston, the Yankees were gunning for him. They tried to get him, but the, the, uh, the Pirates wanted a slew of prospects. And one of them I heard, uh, one of them I heard was Luis Severino was one of them. And the Yankees weren't going to give him. So, and, and, and Luis Severino and Frazier would have been a lot. What happened? Clint Frazier and Severino would have been a lot to give up. I know, and that's what was going to happen. Luis Saperino was in that trade. They wanted Luis, uh, another big prospect, because Saperino's only 23, 24 years old and, at the time, and then they wanted, you know, they wanted a big-time young player for their field. So there you go. That was two players that for Garrett Cole for a rental for two years. And I'm not going to say I wouldn't want that rental, but now the Yankees don't have to give up any of those players, and they can just pay for it. And I, right, but the Yankees sure. still need to package some of these guys that they have no plans on. Like Tyro Estrada, absolutely. Uh, Miguel Andujar, if you're getting rid of him, let him go. Like you need to start packaging guys. Clint Frazier. They're not getting. They're not getting rid of Miguel Andujar. I, whatever thing I've heard is Miguel Andujar will be going. To, um, there is he's practicing for the last couple of months. I heard in Florida on on defensive plays at first. If he's playing like first, vo- if he's playing first base, that's great. Then guess what, Luke Voigt, you're gone. Yeah, 
what a lot of people believe. Luke Foyt is gone. That's what they believe. They're going to bring in a veteran first baseman. They're going to bring in a veteran first baseman or... Hello? Hello? Errol, we lost you. Yeah, just hang up on him. Yeah, Errol, we can't hear you. Sorry. But uh, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, I'm sure Errol Marks will call back in because Errol's in Errol mode. But uh, when we come back on the home stretch, hopefully I get to defend the Patriots, but more winter meetings next on the home stretch. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And manage the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hello. Welcome back to the home stretch. I'm your host, Tyler Harrison. No Speedy Petey. Well, technically, he's right over there. But Victor is here with us. How you doing? See? Are you still nervous to talk on this thing? A little bit, just a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know too much about baseball as much as you, y'all do. Here, 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 here. I'll, I'll make this easy for you. Just say the following sentence. Defense. What about it? Defense doesn't matter. That's all you need to say. Defense do matter. Defense wins championships. <clears throat> Mike Guido, another man smarter than you on the network. <laughs> write that in there. And I didn't even prompt that. That was just all him at the spur of the moment. Look at that. That is fantastic. I do want to talk about something for a split second of a little bit more uh, seriousness because it does every now and then happen where I have to be serious on this show. And um, just to clarify one thing before we come back to sports-related things, in no way, shape, or form am I defending the fact that the Yankees don't have an ace. The Yankees need a pitcher, and I've said it for months upon months. But at the same time... I also kind of, I don't know, know that they need more than an ace. They need a big game guy. So that's all I was saying. They need somebody that's a little bit more than just an ace. But Garrett Cole would be a great thing. We're also having a huge toy drive to help uh, support Gary Brown. I'm trying. Toys for for drive, drive toy for kids. Toys for tots. No, it's not toys for tots. Yes, it is. Yeah, toys for tots, yeah. That's the sign of the door? Yeah. Oh, all right. So look at that. Um, but Gary Brown was here all day today and uh, signed autographs to people that came down to meet him. He's a nice guy. I interviewed him with Matty Caps a few months ago. Great guy. Very honest guy. Uh, very pleasurable to speak to. And uh, I support anything that the man's going to do. And um, Long Island native. Long Island. He does everything all around Long Island. And um, great, great job by the Haystack this morning in all seriousness to get that done. And... Um, it was right here in this very own building. So, again, 150 more Parkway, Hop Hog, New York. And now there's really no easy way to transition, right? And, Victor, you might get a kick of this because you're more of a football guy. So it's funny how the tide turns, doesn't it? It's, it's funny how everything changes all of a sudden. And now everyone was a sinking ship and, oh, blah, blah, blah. Now to, oh, well, you're a cheater. Oh, Oh, spare me. Oh, God. Let's just recap. New England loses. They get screwed in New England. Okay, so I don't want to hear that the refs in the NFL are in Belichick's and Kraft's pockets. Clearly, that didn't happen. Kill Harry clearly scored the touchdown. That could have changed everything. Tom Brady, 
again, let a drive that should have tied a game and forced it probably into overtime. And again, probably would have won another close game at home. Forgetting the fact he has no weapons, forgetting the fact that his best weapon, Julian Edelman, is constantly disrespected. I heard somebody say yesterday, Amari Cooper is a better route runner than Julian Edelman. Stop talking about football. That's all I'll say. Julian Edelman is the best route runner in football. That's what he does. That's what he is. Watch Julian Edelman's footwork. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. Now New England's a cheater. Spygate 2. Ooh, man. Ooh, really? <laughs> boy, oh boy. Cheaters. You know what? It's over, right? The dynasty's over. Brady stinks. Belichick's lost his wit. Belichick's an average coach. Jason Garrett's better than Belichick. I, you know what? It's it's over. <laughs> it's done. I, I, it's over. That, that it's over. It's over. New England. It's over. Who? So I ask, who is this dominant team that they're afraid to play? The Saints, San Francisco, um, Ravens, the Ravens again. Who is this Seattle. dynamite? Seattle, yes. Chicago, Green <laughs> Bay, Minnesota. Who is this juggernaut of a team that the Patriots needed to get this upper hand on? Oh, wait. The Cincinnati Bengals. Well, that that's true. A.J. Green's good. Oh, he hasn't played all year. Joe Mixon's a good running back. Oh, wait, he's having a bad year. Well, the defense is all right. Wait, they're 1-11? and Oh, so what what what's New England? 0 and fifteen? No, they're ten and three. No, well, maybe they're just trying oh they have the division already. Or I'm sorry, they have a cl- play, uh, playoff berth clinched. Oh that's great. Hmm. This makes no sense. If you think that the Patriots were trying to spygate on the Bengals in a Cleveland building, you're delusional, and you need to stop. See, see, I think I think the Patriots were just so used to getting away with so much, and oh no, the way the way, oh, the way no. the, yes, this this is how I think of it. Oh the, no, the, the way the Patriots go about things and win all the time, they, they just don't care about what the next person thinks. So how they went about it was not necessarily knowing that they was cheating because they do it so well all the time, and they're always winning, and, you know, they're good at it. So so you believe them when they say they they didn't know they had done anything? Yeah, uh, well, no, I don't really believe them. You know, I'm saying the truth is what you could get somebody to believe. So... You know, I think they know what they was doing, but at the same time, they, 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 it's like when you're talking to your mom and your mom say, you're disrespecting me, and you don't even really know it. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like right there. Like, you know, it's it's it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to be good and not cheat. <laughs> it's hard to be good and, and be good and not to cheat. Like, Well, look at the Houston Astros. But here... To your credit, right, it is hard to cheat. But on a personal experience, whenever I got caught doing something, my reaction was a little bit hesitant, like, oh, do you need my bag right now? Oh, do you need me to empty my pockets right now? Oh, 
But I don't really but feel like going back there right now. But sometimes acting like the opposite reaction might just be like, oh, never mind. I don't need. I don't need. Right. It. But my question then, because everyone's making a big deal, the NFL didn't know about it. Oh wow, the NFL didn't know about it. Oh, Belichick is up to those tricks again. Why would they just give over the tape? Like, all right, here you go. Go ahead. No, I go agree, ahead. I agree with you. I, I agree with you, but you know, it's an opinionated thing. So no, it is. Uh, Dan Orlovsky said best this morning. Yeah, that's right, Dan Orlovsky, the most reasonable person on first take anymore. If you hated New England, this is only going to hate you. Made hate them more. Mm-hmm. If you like New England, you're not going to think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. But tell you the truth, I was never a New England fan. I just was always a fan of winning. And you cannot hate New England if you like winning. People just are jealous, envy, and hate New England because they win. But you don't really hate them because they win. You hate them because you're not winning. Right. Jeff fans hate. And look at where you are. You're in New York. New Yorkers hate Boston, first of all. that That's the that, first thing we start at. Yeah. And then the Jets lose to them twice a year every year for the past 20 years. So that hate gets at magnified. Errol Marks can't even say Tom Brady's name without breaking out in sweat. I mean, that's what happens when you are the goat. The billy goat. That's what it is. Now everyone's saying to me, Tyler, where's Tom Brady at? Where is he? I can't find him. Where's the guy? Okay. <laughs> Calm down. Please. At 42 years of age, he's going to throw for another 4,000 yards. With no wide receivers. With no wide receivers. No running game. Sonny Michel, as great as I like him, and I think he's going to be fine. This year, he's having a bad year. I think he's averaging three and a half yards a carry. That is not good. That is a so, backup running back. The sophomore slump. Sophomore slump. Look at, uh, I mean, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's going through. Saquon's still the best running back in football. Right? Like, I'm not knocking him off that title yet. He's got a bad team, a bad coach, and a bad offensive line. So help him God. And by the way, they're putting 10 guys in the box and saying, Daniel Jones who? Who the hell is that kid? Oh, that guy? Oh, okay. All right. Good luck. Danny Picks, not Danny Dimes. Oh, <laughs> listen. It's a very sensitive subject. As a closet Giants fan, it's a very hard subject to talk about. But, uh, listen, yeah, you got to you gotta look at things differently here. By the way, there's a reason I'm wearing this shirt, and I'm glad this show's going to end this way. <laughs> I'm going to tie in the Odell Beckham Jr. thing right now. New the Sources are saying Odell's told three teams. At least three teams during the course of the year come save me from Cleveland. One of them being the New England Patriots. Who's notorious for getting guys that the league doesn't want? The New England Patriots. Who is the best bargainer in all of football? The New England Patriots. Who's got the best relationship with the Cleveland Browns? Clearly, from last week, it is the New England Patriots. All you guys saying, oh, they cheating, they cheating. Guess who gave them credentials in the building? The Browns. Guess where Odell Beckham Jr. might be headed next year? That's right. The New England Patriots. That's a scary sight. And A.B., maybe. 
Oh, Maybe. he'll he'll be back there before this year's over. Robert Kraft has got to be sweating bullets. He has to be. Rob Gronkowski didn't come back. He'll come back next year too. Rob Gronkowski will absolutely. He. I, I've been saying this for a while now. I believe Gronk will come back. The Odell thing is like a 50-50. Ninety-nine percent sure Gronk will be back next year. He's bored. Oh, he's bored. He's living his best life. He doesn't probably even know where he is right now. <laughs> if he hears this, he'll be like, "Hey, man." I'm in Costa Rica. Gronk, you're in Arizona. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Listen, it's all right. Gronk spike. It's great. It's fantastic. I miss Rob Gronkowski. And to be quite honest with you, New England misses him. The energy's not the same. Tom Brady's literally looking around going, get open. Somebody get open. Nikhil Harris is going to be fine. Nikhil Harris is going to be good. He's a good young wide receiver. He's not Hollywood Brown. He's not A.J. Brown. He's a different skill set. He's... Get me the football, and I'm going to run. I'm a hard guy to tackle, but you're going to catch me. Odell Beckham Jr. is not going to get caught in open field. That's why I, the Giants had the blueprint in order. Offensive line, you're building that. Eli's there, and for those of you who said it was Eli's fault, how did he look last night? He kind of looks silly. It's all right. I'll endure that. Darius Slayton's a good number two option. Golden Tate is eh, all right. He's still good. Evan Ingram, good. You had the offense. You had Landon Collins to anchor the defense. And you said, nah, no, no, no. This is the only excuse I'm going to give the New York Giants. And by God, if they don't do this, you are the dumbest franchise in sports. It all goes away if you draft Chase Young. If you draft Chase Young, by God. Go ahead. It's all yours. You've done it right. I apologize. You've got your quarterback for the next three years. You've got the best running back in football. You've got options on the outside. And you've got the game changer. If the Giants do not draft Chase Young, Speedy, you need to sell your fanhood. And if they bring in Jason Garrett and don't draft Chase Young, just I'll jump off the building with you. I'll hold your hand, and I'll say goodbye, and I'll jump right off. That's what that has to mean. The Mara family has to want the Giants to be bad forever. They have to be. They look worse every week. Oh, but wait a minute. Who was the old guy that took off the bench? Damn. Kerry Collins, that's not his name. Kurt Warner, no, that's not it. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I couldn't think of the guy's name. Who did they play last night? Quarterback, number 10. Number 10, New York Giants. Oh, Phil Simms came back? No, he wasn't number 10. My bad. Oh, that's right. They brought Eli back. Oh, maybe Daniel Jones isn't the guy after all. Oh, boy. Huh. Interesting. See what happens when you panic Mike Guido and draft a quarterback in the first round that you're not sure about? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could have got Josh Rosen, though. No, they don't want that guy. No, no. Josh Rosen's going to be a guy that gets screwed out of football. But that's okay, right? That's fine. Josh Rosen stinks. According to Errol, he's going to go play tennis. He's a great tennis player. Tennis players make a dime compared to the NFL. A dime. Andy Roddick doesn't make more than Josh Rosen did on his rookie deal alone. Name another American tennis player. I'll wait. You say the Williams sisters, that's fine, they count. But 
They're not men. Josh Rosen can't play with them. Their ratings are not the same. Oh, wait. A backup quarterback makes more than a top 10 tennis player. Oh, Djokovic. Oh, well, oh, Nadal. Oh, well, they're not Americans, are they? <laughs> nope. Nope. Go ahead. I'm still waiting. I still can't think of one. And I like to be very cultured. I can't name one. Tennis and soccer go hand in hand in this country. And the sad part is, tennis is probably more watched. Still can't name an American tennis player outside of the Williams sisters. And I'd play Serena anywhere. I'd play her anywhere. Because it'd be cool and I'd get my ass kicked, but I'd still be able to say I'd play tennis against Serena Williams. I wouldn't get a single point. I probably wouldn't hit the ball once. I don't care. I could care less. The fact of the matter is, to make this whole thing full circle, franchises, Yankees, Patriots, have to make right decisions in right moments. This rumor that Tom Brady is leaving New England might have some weight to it. There might be. I doubt it, because every year we hear this, but it could be true this time. I doubt it, but it could be true. I've got news for you, though. New England's not done. By any stretch of the imagination. Not even the home stretch. It's not a stretch at all. I'm here all week. The Patriots are going to retool. The Patriots will get their home game in the AFC playoff. They'll win that game, and they'll have to win one game on the road to get to the Super Bowl. I've got news for you. After watching the Saints and Niners damn near kill each other, the NFC is by far the superior conference again. And by far, whoever wins the NFC championship game, unless, I don't know, the Rams of last year get screwed and they get in and they shouldn't be there and whatever else, that's fine. The NFC will most likely win a Super Bowl. Except it's the Vikings and I'll take the AFC. But that's fine. Kirk Cousins does not win big games. <laughs> he does. You're a Vikings fan. I completely forgot that. I know. Yeah. You, you can look up Kirk Cousins' stats against big-time games, eh. winning records, and he, eh. he's like 20%. Eh. <laughs> Even the Dallas game. When they went in there and beat Dallas. But Dallas was uh, Dalvin Cook ran for what? Almost 170 yards? But at the time, I believe Dallas was a 500 team. They wasn't. Um, That's I, right. I, I don't think they had a winning record. That's right. They didn't have a winning record. Speedy, you can talk. He's just nodding his head. I don't know what the hell he just said, but all right, Speedy. Whatever you say. No, no, he was saying that Dallas had a winning record. No. Well, they're the Cowboys. They don't really count. They lost to the Jets. Definitely did. And, and didn't they get blown out? They won every stat you no, can no, think no, of no, during no, that no, game. No, no, it was 22-24, no, no, right? They're the only team in history that won yards, time of possession, first downs, uh, third down efficiency. They won every stat a team can have and still lost. Comes the down only to time coaching. Coaching. 
That's what that comes down to, coaching. Well, apparently, according to the network, Jason Garrett is a terrible coach. 55th best coach of all time. I wonder who number one on that list would be. I don't know, but I know. Real power trip. Uh, yeah, definitely, probably. But um, when, we was look, uh, when we was talking about that, I seen that Jeff Fisher was 49th. If Jeff Fisher See, that's is that's how you know you can't use that stat right there. Then how is then, – then if you're saying Jeff Fisher is a good coach at 49th, then I know for a fact Jason Garrett is <laughs> – no, Jason Garrett's a better coach than Jeff Fisher's. But according according to this, clearly not. And documentation beats conversation. So, what do you got? Like your own book of uh, <laughs> slogans? We can go tick for tack if you want. No, nah, no. Nah, I've nah. got my own dialogue. No, nah, but but you know, Jeff Fisher, he's not even in the league. Nobody would even. He would never be an NFL head coach again. No, he's got a job now. I'm trying to think of what he Where? does. Not in he's NFL. an analyst for something. I he think was, it's NFL Network. But right now, just off of how Jared Goff came back after he got drafted by the Rams and Jared Goff's insanely overrated. Yes, definitely. But the way Everyone he, talks about Baker Mayfield, but way, Jared Goff has very similar numbers to Baker Mayfield, but the man deserves $110 million. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That's true. But like I said, Jeff Fisher would never have a job again in the NFL, probably just because of Jared Goff, and we keep on giving Jason Garrett chances to hold on to a dominant team when he can't make it happen. It's him that's not making the Cowboys win. It's not Zeke. It's not Dak. It's not the defense. It's not, you know, Jason, Jason uh, uh, Jerry Jones. It's holding on to a head coach that's been there for a little too long. And granted, a lot of teams do jump ship too early and fire mm-hmm. the head coach and never let things, you know, pan out. That's the New York Knicks. But but yeah, like 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 the New York Knicks and a lot of a lot of other franchises and teams and stuff like that. But do you agree with that that they should have fired Dave Fisdale? Yeah, yeah. Um, cause he was the, he was there for the money. He didn't want to be there. It, we the, the 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 Knicks like I, I was watching um first take I think this morning it was talking about um. The old Warriors head coach. Um, Mark, Mark Jackson. Yeah, Mark Jackson. Lifetime or, Nick. He is definitely more of a Nick. Yeah. Or um, it was talking about the Bulls, the, the old Bulls. Tom Thibodeau. Coach. Yeah, Tom. I, and both of those are a way better option. One, right. No, hold one on. I'm defense, not saying. One defense is going to be there playing for either one of those coaches. You know that. Defense has to be there playing well, for Well, Mark Jackson built a dynasty in Golden State. So, I mean. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, yeah he built that. I'm saying. And, and um. What's the name? Just got the reward. He t- right. he took the credit. Um, Steve Kerr, yeah, right yeah, place, Steve right Kerr. time. Yeah, you know, but that happens. You can't be mad at him for that. But Mark Jackson, he, I, I I like Mark Jackson because he's gonna he, he he's gonna be able to see talent and well, Tom, Barrett, and, and Tom Thibodeau, he's gonna work with what he got because he only coached. I think I think we were talking about it yesterday. He only coached one superstar in his whole career, which Jimmy was Derrick Butler. Rose. Jimmy Butler's not a superstar. He no like, yes. But Colin Jimmy, Anthony Towns isn't a Jimmy Butler wasn't a superstar then. And, and, and Colin Anthony Towns is a superstar. Okay, but like he's like. And Jimmy Butler no, in Minnesota no, was a superstar. No, he's an all star. He's not a superstar. A superstar. Kat ain't a superstar. Who? Colin Anthony Towns is not a superstar. No, he's an all star. He's not a superstar. 
He's on the all-star team. The right. superstar is LeBron, is Anthony Davis, Greek the Freak. Oh, KD. I'm going to ask you this one more time. Yes. Who is the alpha on the Lakers? The alpha on the Lakers is LeBron. But, but, LeBron is the type of leader or the alpha. I he's say. not a leader, first of all. Yes, he is. No, he yes, he is. LeBron. He's blown up two organizations. He's not a leader. How is LeBron not a leader? A leader is a person who makes people better around them. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Bring your friends everywhere you go, though, really doesn't work out. Um, In certain cases, I guess. But Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith. But where are they right now? They're, I think J.R. is playing in China somewhere. Tristan I don't think J.R. Smith's playing at all. I think he's just smoking somewhere. Well, I don't think he's playing probably, anywhere. And Tristan Thompson's worried about the Kardashian. Get, like, right, right, but hold. Right. So why would LeBron want to pay those guys? But he. But. He did, and he won. He did, and he won. It's over mm-hmm. with now. He's in L.A. He's making movies. Who left Space him, Jam 2. He did. Kyrie. Well, If so Kyrie would have stayed in Cleveland, LeBron would have stayed there, too. You, so what? Well, right now we're talking about what's happening now. The Lakers is what's happening now. The old Cavs and Kyrie being the baby and not being able to withstand right, let's, LeBron let's talk bringing about the out Lakers the greatness in him. Like, that's why Kyrie left, because he couldn't stand LeBron bringing out the greatness in him. Kyrie has never played, and still to this day, hasn't played better. Right now, Kyrie Irving's playing out of his mind. Okay. What, is the record showing that? Does he have any other rings? Then will LeBron. LeBron hasn't won a ring since Kyrie left. Oh, I guarantee he's going to win one, though. When? This year. I take that bet. Oh, I bet you Kyrie don't win even next year with KD. Before LeBron They're not going to win because the ball movement is not going to be there. I guarantee you LeBron will win another ring before Kyrie win another ring. I bet you LeBron doesn't win another ring, period. Okay. I bet you Kyrie don't win one then. That's fine. That's fine. I take that bet. But the other thing about that is you talk, you talk about the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about Anthony Davis. Why did the Lakers have to get Anthony Davis? Because of LeBron. Right. LeBron told the Lakers, I'm not playing with Lonzo. Listen, I'm not a Lonzo guy. I said Lonzo wasn't going to work out during the draft. I I knew Lonzo wasn't going to work. His father was too much in his life at the time trying to make him seem better than he was. And he was a good player, but you you can't. Lonzo was too young and had too much pressure on him. You got to let a kid be a kid. Can't shoot. Yeah, yeah. You You can't force him to do it. All the time. You can bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right. I'm saying uh, the ball family, he, he he made his kids play basketball, and they did it, but he kept pushing them to do certain things that they didn't the like. The young one, I think, is going to be good. No, nah, yeah. Do you see him playing in, uh, what, you, uh, what's it called, Euthalipia or something like that? Uh, apparently the kids kept yeah. destroyed. Yeah, like doubles. he could be the yeah. number one overall pick in the draft. Yeah. They, they, said, they said he was supposed to be predicted. Better than his brother, and his brother was the number two pick. So right. <laughs> it's I, only it's only one. I wasn't man. a big Lonzo guy. Watching Brandon Ingram at Duke, but but I, I got vibes that he could be good. But and I like Josh Hart. I think the Lakers are going to miss Josh Hart. 
But the Lakers right now are what I think twenty three and like three or something like that. Twenty. So uh, last I looked, they were eighteen and three. Eighteen and three. Okay. But so, we'll look this up. They're number one in the West. I don't know that. And I think they're number one in basketball. No, the Bucks and the Lakers have the same record. So whatever it is, eighteen. Twenty one and three. Twenty one yes. and three. Okay. So. Like I said, LeBron, let's go back to LeBron and AD. LeBron is definitely the head honcho of the show over there, but he's not running this show. AD runs the show. So, you know, LeBron is just, he's more like the director, you know, the head coach on on, on the court. Sure, that's fine. Because right now he's not going to play until playoffs come. He's going to, you know, get 11 assists and keep doing stuff like that. He he wants to lay back and, and get through the season the smarter way versus, you know, using the talent that he still has left. He's going to save that for the whole extra season, which is the playoffs. But isn't that kind of a shame? What? No. That Sac- LeBron could still dominate at a higher level. He's choosing not to because he wants to stay another four years. Well, I guess in the sense of uh, us fans and, and, and people watching, but – and him being selfish and and making his body last longer to get more, to be considered one of the greats in stats and 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 rings and everything else that really matters because we're only a fan. We're going to talk about it. Everybody's going to have an opinion. But when his career is all said and done, it's only what he chose to do that matters. Right. The back and forth to Cleveland. The, the decision, the the, the, the decision, goal. the decision's bad. Yeah, nothing beats the 2011 finals. Nothing will ever erase that. No, that is the worst finals performance we've ever seen somebody of his magnitude have. That was that was the Mavericks, right? Yeah, yeah. That that was the, they 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 uh sorry. what lost in six. And honestly, that 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 goes back to um him thinking I did all the right things. Me and Dwayne. And Bosch got together. It's, it's mine. As long as I show up, it's mine. Right. And, and, and he didn't. Re- he didn't think that that Dallas was going to come in there and you know use. And all, Dirk played all four, great. Yeah, exactly. Use all forty-eight minutes. So you know, thirty-six of the minutes, forty of the minutes. You know, the Heat played better. And I think it was a game two. I think it was a game two. They was down by, like, 16, 18 points. Something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And came back and, and, and won. And that, and, that, and that was the difference in that series. Absolutely. But, again, you look at the team that they had. Jason Kidd, I believe, was there. Jason Terry was there. Vets. Um, yeah, guys that knew, like, all right, it, Dirk himself. All right, Tyson Chandler. Yeah, it, it's time to get a little dirty. Now, Dwayne Wade knew that. Mm-hmm. He won with Shaq. He knew it already. And again, Dwayne Wade, that series meant nothing to Dwayne Wade. Well, it, not in a literal sense, but Dwayne Wade loses that finals. All right, you've got your chips still. LeBron, we were still waiting. Yeah, you took a Cavs high school team to the finals. Got it. Understood. I understand. You got swept. And then the NBA basically was announcing the fact that you are going to play Kobe in the finals. We're going to make this happen for you. All you have to do is just play. And we never got it. And to be honest with you, this might be considered a hot take. I think Kobe would have swept them. Swept them. Kobe and LeBron are two different type of people. 
Kobe is the more Jordan type of player, the Mamba. That's where that Mamba come from. You know, like when you watch the Kobe interviews and he said he had to separate who Kobe Bryant was as a person and who Kobe Bryant was on the court because so much was going on in his life at the time. And he just, you know, really fed into being Mamba, the black Mamba. Oh, Le- LeBron never really had that. He always had the good life and everything. He always did all the right things throughout his career to where the media couldn't really say nothing bad about his life besides his play when his play was always, you know, superb compared to the people that they was criticizing but bigging up. LeBron LeBron is a way better player to me than Kobe and all oh. of these players that I'm not going to say Jordan because I don't want to start that argument. <laughs> but stat-wise. Six six. Sa- yeah. Eight yeah. for eight if he doesn't retire. Y- yes, but LeBron went to eight finals. And one. Straight. Eight finals straight. And one. What, three? I think he won three. All right. But if you dissect the, the one in Cleveland, I'll give him. The one in Cleveland is definitely the one. He won one won because okay Tim shape. Duncan misses the first big shot of his life. And Ray Allen bailed you out of humiliation, basically. Then the Spurs get you again, and they wiped the floor with you. Because that's all year long, San Antonio basically said, we don't care if we go 41 and 41, we're making the playoffs, and we want Miami. That's our goal, that's our mission. You're not stopping us, just give us Miami. But, but honestly, then it wasn't even so much the big three at that time. It was, I think, Kawhi Leonard in his second year. Second year, I think it was. Second or third? Yeah. and His first year as a guy? Yeah, and... It showed that LeBron had had flaws that that someone could visually see. Like now, it was like okay, someone could stop LeBron. Before Kawhi, who was stopping LeBron? Even though he was losing, who stopped LeBron? Kobe. Or, or, or I shouldn't even say stop LeBron because you Slow really can't stop. Yeah, contain him. Kobe could contain him. No. Oh, stop. No. If you watch him one on one, Kobe absolutely contained. In moments, Kawhi. Physically dominated the, the the battle between LeBron and and Kawhi on the defense and just pure effort, putting in more effort than LeBron, and, and it showed. It showed. LeBron, a baby Kobe. He couldn't baby Kawhi. He can't. You can't. He couldn't baby Kawhi. He had baby Kobe. Oh, oh, oh. back down and. Do you know where LeBron learned his post game from? Um, I forgot the dude's name. Mm. Um, the shoulder fade and the putting the back of the basket and the. <laughs> you, you know where he learned that from? That that come from Kobe. Oh, yeah, but 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 no. Mm-hmm. But, but who was the dude he was working with? And um, probably Hakeem. Yeah, Hakeem. Hakeem always helps. That that's where he got his you know, his big man game from. Mm. So, so if you're taking from somebody that's worse than you. Generally, you don't get better, but LeBron improved. So maybe, maybe, Kobe, maybe Kobe knows what he's talking about. Just maybe, maybe. No, Kobe, Kobe is is 18th all time. <laughs> <laughs> and that Errol Mars is by far the silliest thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. Behind Clyde Drexler. Kobe is 18th all-time in what? On Errol's list. 
In basketball? Mm-hmm. All the time. No. Yes. 18. All the time. In the history of basketball, Errol Marks takes 17 other men before even considering Kobe. That's, that's a little wild, but, you know, sports is an opinionated thing, so, you know, we all... Now, have, unless you listen to me, because well, I'm when, right. When me and my friends grew up, we, all, we always used to say, we all have our own opinion, but yours is wrong. <laughs> so, there you go. Snugs alert! Oh, hold on. I gotta get the message up first. He actually sent this about an hour ago. Thank God Tyler is back. Please help restore common sense to the worldwide sports universe. Please save us from the rising tide of Cowboys and Sandy. Guido with his Dak slash Marino and, and Sandy. Earl thinks mediocre Jason Garrett is a good coach. And the Beeves celebrating all of this. Help, Tyler. You're our only hope. Hashtag ban the Beeves. Hashtag ban the Cowboys. Hopefully, Snugs, I helped you somehow, some way today. Now, this is what I have to do. Victor! Yes. We're in the end game now. Okay, okay. So, what we do? <laughs> did, you, did, did you see the Avengers? Oh, yeah, the end game. The end game? Yeah. So I am Iron Man. Hey! <laughs> yeah! Now, real quick, are you like an Avengers nerd, or you just no, 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 no. I like the Avengers. I watch, I watch all of them. Marvels, yeah. Now, do you have the Disney app? Yes, Disney Plus. Yes. I paid up front for the year. Oh, did you? <laughs> Save thirteen dollars. <laughs> oh shit! I did. I, didn't do I that. did it. I think over the weekend. I just did Disney Plus and uh, canceled my. Hulu and I did a oh, lot. Oh, Hulu for me is free. Yeah, well, that's why I canceled mine because mine's is free now. So, because uh, my girlfriend, uh, she has Sprint. Sprint. Yep. Yep. She, yeah, she got Sprint. So Hulu's free. So we canceled our Hulu, and uh, we got Disney Plus. And there Netflix is free for, free for me because I have T-Mobile. Wow. Oh. So she got Hulu, I got T-Mobile, and then we got Disney Plus. So you're really only paying for Disney. Really. Hmm. Do we? Do if you get somebody to switch to T-Mobile right now, do you get money? Tell you the truth, I don't know. My, my me and my mom, because um, I'm on my mom's plan, but you know I'm an authorized user and stuff like that. So I'll be authorized. Yeah, I'll be changing my mom. He's plan. the law, mom. <laughs> Him. Yeah, I, I call up. I call up and change stuff around for. But me and my mom, I, I had a. I've been a T-Mobile a T-Mobile member since I was in fourth grade. Oh, when they had that flip phone yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. when they, the yeah, sidekick. Before that, you couldn't even. Before call. that, when, when free call, uh, free phone calls was after nine p.m. You had to call on the house phone. I remember that. <laughs> I remember those yeah. days. And texts were like ten cents a yep, letter. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. You kids know nothing about that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. And I remember I was like eleven, and this girl kept texting me, and my dad's like, "You better not text her back." <laughs> What am I supposed to do? Call on the house phone. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Happened? All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he got a bill in the mail. <laughs> I never touched that phone again. Laps and laps and laps. Uh. Anyway, Victor. Yes. We're in the end game now. Ah, damn. Uh-oh. Do you know where they can find us? 150. No, 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 not the address. We don't want uh, them to come here. Uh, no, no, we don't want them to come here. It's closed, and if they're coming here, they're angry. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like doing anything right now. Plus, my bat's in the car. 
Speedy, would you be so kind as to hop on a microphone? So. <laughs> no, 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 not that. You're doing a fine job. Speedy just knows how to. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I know what I'm doing. Speedy, how are you? No, what, what the hell are you doing? You're going to sit? You're going to not sit? What are you doing? You're coming all the way over here? What are you doing? Ah, how the hell are you, buddy? Made it easier so he wouldn't have to change the graphic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Go ahead, Speedy. Tell them where they can find us. Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm actually going to remember this now. iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Sirius Radio. Spelled like the word Sirius. Yes, indeed. Mm. Indeed. are we on Indeed? Yes, that's how I le- that's how Indeed. I found this place actually. But I'm Indeed, not- <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you can't listen to us on Indeed. But yeah, that's how I found this yeah, I station. I found the name of it. Yeah, mm. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. One of only sixteen radio uh, sports radio networks and podcasts on radio.com, and on our website at worldwidesportsradio.com. Still waiting for my article to be up, Errol Marks. And in the new year, we'll have an app. Our own app. Oh, no! Yeah. Did you just break that? Yeah. We're not supposed to tell people that. We're not? No! Oh, oh I've mentioned it already. Oh, yeah. have you? Yeah. Oh, never yeah. mind. My bad. Oh, I was My about bad. to say, I heard, it, I, heard it, I heard that last time. Errol said it, too. <laughs> oh. Maybe they just don't want me telling people? Because you're you. Maybe. <laughs> you're you, and I'm me. All right, little Wayne. <laughs> okay, little Wayne. <laughs> Don't make me Eminem, you're Nick Cannon, all right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I can talk about that. Uh, I've been dying to talk about that. Nick Cannon, you're... You did say uh, that in the beginning of the show. What about him? Nick, Nick Cannon, the fact you even think that you're in the same stratosphere as to talk him. I hope with Eminem... I, first of all, Eminem shouldn't even acknowledge your existence. But... That's true. If he does, I'm sorry. You're not going to like what happens. He made fun of you when Mariah told him, please don't. Mariah's not there to say, Eminem, please don't. <sighs> no. That, that, he's going to hurt you. Not, not literally, maybe literally, but figuratively, he's going to destroy you. That was a bad move. That was a bad move. Very bad move. But I guess we'll see and see what happens. So, Victor, here's how this works, right? You have to now say something unique to say to end the show. So then I say, see ya, and we go to break happily smappily. Unique? What do you want me to say unique? I don't know. You're a unique person. Just say something, you know, clever to say goodbye. Um, I don't know. First off, let me stop saying, um, because we worked on Give Mike Widow a brain. You weren't here for this? <laughs> I didn't see the actual postcard. <laughs> oh, no. It's right here. Santa Claus. Bam. <laughs> Don't worry, Mike Guido. I got your Christmas covered, pal. Back and forth. Well, um, Santa's bringing all the bags. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> That's what it is. It's time to go to bed. Y'all have a good night, okay? Time to go to bed. Yeah. It's, it's 10 o'clock. Time I get home, it'll be almost 11. Where the hell do you live? I live in Quorum, exit 64. Oh, I'm 62. Oh. I thought yeah. I had a trip. Yeah, and then I got to go all the way down 112. Yeah. Oh. I'm like 
15 minutes from the LIE. So <laughs> once I get off the LIE, it's still about another 15 minutes. Oh, so minutes. why did you tell me that? I would have ended the show 15 minutes ago. Nah, that's all right. You know, only person I got to deal with is my girlfriend being a little, you know, antsy. She doesn't like you doing this either. Well, you know, girlfriends don't like us being the way. That's all, you know. That's what she says. <laughs> don't tell me she's right this whole time. <laughs> I pride myself on always being right. I don't. I, I don't. I don't like this. What's her name? Alex. Alexandra. I call oh. her Allie, though. Everybody calls her Allie. Oh. Yeah. It, it's weird. Everybody says it. Like, where'd you get Allie from? Alexandra. Alley cat. Yeah, yeah. She hates that. Alley cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she hates oh. that. So if I meet her, I'll get punched. Uh, well, she's gonna, you know, like make one of those faces, like, oh. Oh. I call my girlfriend Sammy Cakes. Sammy Cakes? Mm. I don't know why I said it, but she just laughed and stuck. Uh, nah, yeah, I always used to call my girlfriend Alley Cat, but, you know, that's all. <laughs> that's something her dad, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah, sentimental things. She don't uh, like nobody else. Oh, all her. right, yeah, then. Yeah, never. Yeah. I apologize. Uh-huh. All right. Alley Bally? <laughs> Dally Alley? I don't know. I'll figure it out. But anyway, um, so Victor can go to bed. Speedy, say your goodbyes. Thanks for listening, and have a... Ho, 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 ho. What? Before oh, you... Oh. Ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. What? Before you, before you, before you say your line, yeah. you haven't talked this whole flippin' show. That is true. I need you to really, like, bring this home. All right. All right. I, I, I'm sorry to bring cut up, you off. Bring it home the right way. Yes. All right. Hit a grand slam right now. Thanks for listening, and have a... Glorious night. I swear to God. Oh, man. Eric Thomas, you should have me be a motivational speaker with you. I have it inside. It's inside of me. That was great. Good job, buddy. Good job. You definitely made up for being lazy the past two hours. That's great. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.